Hello, welcome to Black Cap Recap, where two bald guys wear black ball caps and dive into the deeper meaning of movies, TV, and media. We're your co-hosts, Sean McCannelly and Aaron Russo. This is a conversation between two friends, and we hope that you enjoyed as much as we do. Okay, welcome to another episode of Black Cap Recap. We are continuing our coverage of Westworld Season 4, Episode 4, which was titled Generation Loss, mm-hmm. I believe. Was which that? is a double entendre. Yeah. So, uh, definitely the probably the landmark episode so far yeah. that, that is the gateway to the... We're halfway through, mm-hmm. so it's the gateway episode to the last half of the season. Um, I think, I mean, I guess without, without, maybe it'd be easier to just jump right into the main twist. Or just the, like lay out what, what stories were covered. We, we did get a little bit of Christina again. We got a little bit of Christina. Which ties in directly with the main, like Caleb Maeve story. Yeah. And then the B story is, is Bernard with C, quote unquote C is how she's called um and her conflict with jay who's like the leader of the whatever they are the, <laughs> the, the rebels yeah um and so that all ties together now <laughs> in some way the, the first the first two i don't, I, I still don't know where christina's storyline fits in when it is when i don't know any i yeah I'm, so <laughs> that's the part that's baffling me yeah um but I think the the big question that I had that I'm curious to hear what you think is the obviously the big reveal is that Caleb as we see him in the story is I'm assuming some kind of host or some it's so not it, Caleb well he's dead well, what we've seen other than the flashbacks with Maeve on that beach which we saw more of them destroying like the last yeah. like proto rayable thing. That was everything we've seen up to the point where he's confronting Hale at the construction site. Right, did happen at once, at least once. Right, in in his biological life, but it is also his fidelity test because Hale is trying to try number two hundred thirty-eight to to make him be the James like she's. She has succeeded, it seems, in the James Delos experiment of putting a human consciousness into a host body and have it well, work. Ha- has she succeeded, or is she still working? Or she's working on. I get. I mean, it seems like she, it, wor- it works because, because when we're in New York, then he's like, "You won," and she's like, "Welcome to my world," and she's controlling beings, whether those are just hosts that she can control, like Maeve, or they are human beings that have. There are host so, bodies with human So the question, the, so so the Caleb, the, the Caleb from season three, who was very much just a person, yeah, um, is no longer alive. Depending on when we're talking about, though, like what we've seen all the way up, all of Caleb and Maeve's story up to now, may have been his actual memory of that actual event, or. Just another simulation it, it, for the fidelity test. I assume because that it's it, been 23 years that he died right there, and he's been for 23 years. She's been running him through the through it again, over and over. Right, um, but and he keeps but the fact up. that we find Maeve 
buried at that site right. means that something happened in real in real time. Yeah. No, that all happened in real time. That all he happened. got killed. Right. But like so he's, everything we saw up to that point could have been his actual memory of that or just or just this latest run of the simulate a run of the fidelity. I test. was under the you know assumption I mean? that it was the test. Oh, I was either, already, I was like it was his actual memory and then I guess yeah. I guess it makes well, more either sense way. If he, like if he, she tells him like this is test number whatever. His yeah. his him Caleb <laughs> as an embodied human who was yeah. born out of a woman right and lived has died and died has died and tw- twenty and for twenty three years twenty three years has his been, consciousness has been right trying to be put into a host. And is that body. is that a host? Is that a truly host body like the man in black, or is it a Fly infected something because if that yeah. flashbacks from last season, last week were were actual events, then at some point he was infected with the parasite, right, and was struggling, yeah, to not succumb to it, right, and following he was under Hale's control, but he was able to still resist it for a while yeah. up to the point of instead of shooting Maeve, he shot the man in black. And she's like, how did you disobey me? And he says, like, I have something you don't or something like that. And then he, like, blacks out for a minute. And she's like, you were out for a minute or whatever. Like, that point, right. that break point is where I'm like, man, they could, that's where they can play again with the timeline. Because, like, is everything we saw up to him, like, falling asleep there, the actual memory of what actually happened? And then when he wakes up, that's just, it picks up there now in a simulation of one of these runs. And from that point on, she's like, oh, well, that, that, you know what I mean? The fidelity testing he, like, would, for a would be, well, fidelity testing in season two was all very physical and real. Yeah. I didn't get the impression that that was the case here. This was something. Maybe it needs to be different for this kind of. Because then he wakes up and he's sitting in the room with That's Charlotte. Yeah. So he was not living through that at that yeah. scenario. He was. In some kind of, you know, like she, she was in the room with him mm-hmm. and in I New guess York talking whatever, through yeah. what, you know, guiding him through his memories or something. Or, But we just saw it as this reenactment of... We saw his memories almost. Right. But he was in a room with Charlotte right. having this conversation. Right. That's that, why it's so smart. Like the show is so smart because it's like, what exactly were we watching this whole time? Right. Was it... Was it the fidelity test we were watching the whole time? Or was it the memory? Or what is, what's the difference, right? If the fidelity test is, let me go through your memories of this event before you died, but now you're, de- now you're dead and now you're right. something so else. Then, so then when... Like, what is that? When did Caleb die? Did he... He didn't die at the lighthouse. No, no, he died. They showed... Remember, they, they showed the guards coming in and shooting him and he died. And he died it, there. In that... In that... Place with Hale. Yeah, yeah. I think what we saw that's it when he dies. Yeah, but he's also seeing it. Like his host, like his consciousness lives on beyond his physical body. Now. Right, and he's like seeing his own death. Right, but him, he lives on. Right, uh, and now his he's, consciousness he's like, he's is like still alive. The light bulb's going on of like, oh, I'm not. I'm like, I'm now disassociating from right. my memory. Like, I'm. It's now second person or whatever. Right, <laughs> instead of first person. Like. And we're getting the same like whiplash of like holy which crap. is which is similar <laughs> to like James Delos when he was going through those fidelity tests, he would have kind of like like he seemed to know what was going on, yeah. but then he also didn't. Yeah, like he was kind of like in and out. It was glitchy, yeah. But then he did, but he did like 
while he was talking with William, he would realize like in those conversations, like, oh, like he, he would have that moment, right? Yeah. Where he's like, oh, where's my wife? Oh, well, she's been dead. Oh, mm -hmm. wait. Oh, shit. Cause that's oh, like this is mind. number, you know? Yeah, the mind is like, <laughs> that's why it's hard to hold that tension because the mind is like trying to integrate it all. Right. And like you're actually trying to like, I guess, separate. So you can like break out the mind into its parts so you can like capture it and digitize it and then put it back. Cause it's, I guess, and have it be like a seamless you like need to like continuation. But I don't know then, so like, yeah, I don't know how the flies fit in with him at least. It sounds like with the flies and the infection, Hale, does like the villain speech to him of like um because human because adults are so like rigid in their thinking right. right like it's harder it for was them. really easy to like get the kids infected and then their brains were really malleable and we had them from birth or from young age yeah so it's been 23 years so there's like an entire generation of people right so Which any is, young people you see now in the in this future it's future to us but like in this world that's run by hail anyone who's like youngish assuming they're growing at natural rates has been grown up, infected, infected, and controllable by right, her. Right. Which I thought was really meta of like, <laughs> like, hey, we introduce TikTok to 50, 40 year olds and it has one effect on them and you give TikTok to 10 year olds. Right. And like the effect is very different over their teenage life. Because like, they're still developing. Yeah, so like it's kind of like meta on social media 2.0 or, or web 2.0 and this like experiment for the last 10, 12 years that we've right. been running in real time of like Gen Z was like patient zero. Mm -hmm. for all this stuff and like there's no telling what long-term effects it's having you can kind of get a sense with mm -hmm. every successive generation or prior generation like millennials are closer to z than x and x is closer to millennial than boomer and so on like as far as what it's doing to us right but it's like the elders you can see like when you have somebody who's 70 plus using a piece of technology like like how how old boomers use facebook or use the, the internet like they like Take right. me to AOL.com. And then you're like, okay, now I'm at there. I'm like, no, take me to Google.com. And like, they just like don't know how to use it all. Well, that, uh, like you know? when I work at be <laughs> yeah, working, yeah, working at the Apple store, like you just, you see the, the way that, and it's been, it's been documented, right? That yeah. it is a brain issue. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so there's a conscious or unconscious. It's like, it's like the, like I've had this happen a lot of times in the Apple store where people will come in with their phone with email on their phone and a printed copy of an email on their phone. <laughs> and it's a cognitive bring the right, copy. disconnect, right? It's like yeah. you absolutely did not need to print it. Right. Well, maybe just in case it doesn't work. For some reason in their brain, yeah. right? It's like they don't, they think, well, I got to bring a copy of this. Mm -hmm. And the digital copy doesn't register with them as <laughs> you know, valid It's probably or because real. one time, Nobody could scan the barcode on their phone. Maybe. They're like, oh, this is why I brought it. Because like, <laughs> you know, like, the one time out of 100, it doesn't work, right? They're like, ah. Well, it's an interesting, it's an interesting, and this is getting a little off the topic, but it is a, an interesting, it's an interesting exploration of, right? So, like, in some ways, you could look at that and say, well, thank God that there's still, because you, you, you see older people, right, who are kind of rejecting the technology because it's just so totally unfamiliar to them yeah and then you have very young people who are rejecting it because they're very, very familiar with it because they're, they're yeah very aware for of very the different reasons yeah yeah so like a lot of times like when i'm in the apple store and I have like an old person come in and they'll be like yeah, i don't know why i even need these phones and i'm kind of like yeah it's good 
Good point. Like, mm -hmm. like there's a way that, that their rejection of it, even though it might be for very different reasons. I've lived 70 years without it. I don't need yeah, to like yeah. I'm actually like that. That's actually we probably should pay attention to that. Yeah. Like maybe we could take something away from that. Like I wish I could just have a flip phone. I'm like I think that yeah. all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How can I get away from this? But like phone? a young person comes in and they're like, man, like I lost my phone for the weekend and it was the greatest weekend of my life because I didn't have to worry about right. whatever and like nobody needed me and I was okay and I didn't. It was okay to like just take mental pictures and like ah, but like the light bulb went off and like maybe I don't need a phone. You know, I had like withdrawal symptoms for ten minutes when I couldn't flip through TikTok. Right. That's like. Either <laughs> either way, okay. either way, in 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 the context of the show, mm -hmm. right? You could make the argument, right, that like now that we know that Hale won, won yeah, it is so basically. It's like yeah, like the 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 natural course of all this in, integration of technology mm -hmm. uh, doesn't go well. <laughs> yeah, because like, so it ends see, up creating, yeah. for lack of, like, it, just in the sense of like, generally like, you know, the, the robot overlords, which Hale is yeah. the embodiment of, right? It's like, she's literally an artificial intelligence that's yeah. completely in control, which I think the show is, that's probably yeah. what they're trying to say. Because like, because Caleb wakes up in New York with Hale across from him doing the fidelity test. So he's like yeah. fully awakens to the fact that he's in this test. Right. And like now he's no longer in the story or in the memory. He's like, like, oh, I'm here. It's almost but like he's, take the VR But he's also off. totally trapped, totally. Yeah, so he like, but it's, it's, where, it's where Christina works, that same building. It appears to be the same time Perhaps like all the people like all have the black and white. Assuming outfits. that Christina's storyline actually happens in time. Yeah, yes. that's true. But like, yes. But she like he runs out. You know, he gets out, and then she can like stop everyone just like the freeze all motor functions. Right. She can like control. She doesn't freeze people, Caleb, but not him. Yeah. And she lets him kind of like experience it, have his oh yeah. shit moment. Um, kind of like maybe, kind of like Ford was kind of letting Dolores like explore. He's kind of like watching her explore her, her maze. Like, right. It was like letting her. Maybe he was aware of Maeve too, right? Like, was he aware of Maeve kind of figuring stuff out too, and like letting it happen a little bit? I believe so. Or was it just was he just? Oh, I can't remember if he was also aware of Maeve or just Dolores, but he was kind of like letting Dolores find her way. I mean, he was aware of all of them to some degree yeah. or another, coming to consciousness, um, or that 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 was a collective thing that was happening. Yeah. So um, I don't know then, because he when he gets out, he looks over and like where the Statue of Liberty is now is where this giant. Like tower. tower is, yeah, which and is the opposite we couldn't see that before with Christina when she like we have the same almost view of that and yeah and there's nothing there she can't see it but the homeless guy saw it and like the birds are responding to it so it's like it yeah. seems like only certain people can hear like, actually hear or see that that sound I I I and I have no <laughs> like when it comes to the Christina so like, storyline I can't uh, make any but he got the fly treatment so I don't know is is he or isn't he infected then right. Um, well, the fly treatment happened to real life Caleb. Yeah, but this Caleb the, isn't the Caleb right? that's sitting there with Hale is okay. not. I, don't, I would assume is not, right? So the, the, the yeah. Caleb, real life Caleb, who got infected with the flies, then died. died. Yeah, and now he's. That, that's what I'm. I mean, right. it's obviously, right? So, and it sounds like the rebel people are aware of and trying to like rescue because they said like. They're trying to rescue like a female outlier or whatever, whatever that means, which could be Christina or could be someone else. But like they're almost like in the Matrix, they're like looking for Neo, right? They're like looking for people who are 
plugged in with the matrix. Well, they right? said something about an outlier. Right. Yeah. Because I, my theory right now then is that just like Caleb was an outlier under Rhea Boehm, and like they couldn't figure out, they couldn't figure him out, and like he was an outlier, and so they like, you know, got him under control by getting him in the military and like replacing his memories and all that. Right. That he like even this new version of him is also maybe an outlier, and so that they need to like Hale is is keeping him around because she's trying to figure out how to control other outliers and so she can get total control. Like she's like 99% yeah, of the way which is, and she get a 100% complete game. She wants, she needs to conquer this last boss, right? <laughs> so we got some, not much more. I mean, in the third episode, they, Frankie's yeah. host says that she's, you know, she's looking for you. She, she yeah. wants, she yes. has, she's trying to get. And it, she seemed to say, oh, it's just like, they both are fond of you for some reason. I was going to see what the fuss was about. That's right. all she kind of leads like, on. But that might have been, f she might have wanted him for way more than that, but she was only telling him like, just casually, don't like, know. Hey, whatever. I just wanted to see like both Maeve and Dolores thought right. highly of you or just sought you out. So, so the, I'm going to keep you around just for that. So then the, 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 Part of the story around the Hoover Dam and all that data is also happening at that time. I don't know when that is. I feel like that's. And now I don't feel like that's. I feel like that's way earlier. I feel like that's almost right after season three. Yeah. Ended. More. Like that feels more now like backstory to the yeah. end of this episode where we're at the end where, where Hale has already accomplished everything. Yeah, I think that's like from. The main story, that's like a look forward in time, 23 years in the right. real world, more or less. But that's 23,000 years in the sublime where Bernard was, which right. he's had a ton of time to do 23,000 years of simulation running. So and he's seeing all of the, he knows he's on the right track because he's like seeing all the flashes of things he's seen in all the iterations. Like the so so as of this episode then, we, I'm assuming, are now under the assumption that the entire, that Caleb the Caleb and Hale sitting in the room together um, is in the same exact time period as Bernard and Stubbs. I think so. I think that's fair. And I think New York, if it's a physical place, is under the control. Like, she has New York as her base of operations. Right. Like that's like the new West world she's running. If not most of the world, like perhaps where yeah, Bernard is, is the only last place where humans are safe from the control of the tower. Like right. and all those people like, might be infected, this... but they're far enough away from the towers to be under the control, and they like that's why they set up the contamination zones to like keep them away from where they fall under the influence. Right. right? So they gotta stay away from the five G towers, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I was watching the show. I'm like, this is not doing any favors to the people to like people who are trying to deny the five G right. controls you like narrative. I'm like, see, see, look at it. it's controlling you. <laughs> so one thing that I that I thought for a minute that the revelation of his death explained but now I'm not sure it does because that there was there was one part of it that was kind of confusing to me which was <laughs> one how, part that was kind of confusing. how easy it was <laughs> for them to apprehend and detain Charlotte Hale yeah I feel like she was like here we go again like this is how this always goes in all these tests but if but if it was an actual true memory then it might why, have happened differently in the real memory. why would she have I don't know gone so easily into I know would she really be threatened by like a knife to her throat like a glass, like, because she probably's got backups of herself, and like she's like, I don't care, you can stab me, and like I'll just come out of the closet well, just like that William was, just That was the part like, where I was like, a li was she's like, not really under threat, is she? So sometimes it was a, it's a little bit of selective vulnerability, like yeah, like if someone needs to die, they can die, but if someone needs to mm -hmm. be captured, if she was or whatever, like, like really compliant, 
Yeah, until like, was, it took. I mean, they had to like, go find like hang, handcuffs, but even then. But then at the end, when she when he's dead, yeah. she just gets up. She's not tied up at all. She's yeah, like she's going along with it. Which that's yeah, that's confusing. If that's if that's the real memory, or if that's just because she's a part of that memory in some way. Yeah, she's yeah there. But then but at the end, he, you're like she's like remember, haha. If you, you can't remember actually. anything but the version that she wants him to remember. Does it really matter, right? Like, but then that would be fidelity. His, it's a fake mat, right? right? Wouldn't fidelity I be? I guess there would be a distance when he yeah. can be the ex- an exact version of the original person. That's fidelity, yeah. Right, and maybe she hasn't gotten it yet. I don't know. That's weird. That is true. I don't know. But we do know that she's managed to completely take over. At least New York. The world. Yeah, like she can control people. This is my world. I mean, I would imagine yeah. that it's more than just New York mm-hmm. but and like in the preview they show like she's like having them dance in the street just like James Dillis yeah or like, like was it Ford or Bernard had them dancing they had them that was like how they were like programming them yeah like teaching so them she's doing move. the same thing like there's all these callbacks to all that yeah with I guess and then people. so then in, and in Bernard's timeline right which is now I guess Caleb's timeline yeah I think those timelines have merged that Christina is that site yeah. right where they were expanding the parks apparently that expansion didn't right take or failed or was destroyed because yeah. we see like a rundown yeah mafia, they find the sign town too in the preview like the, the signs buried under the mm-hmm. sand and Maeve is yeah Maeve's body buried there, under the sand which I guess the main man of black is she's, too she's the weapon <laughs> um, which I assume they mean her ability to control the machines right. with her mind I would assume or like, she was the one who like, sabotaged yeah the tower because she she for, she did what I forgot which is that they have these like limbic implants in their mouths and she like when Kayla was Tapped wounded she was able to like hack into that and give him a vision of whatever right um so like that was a whole piece I forgot about from last season is that people have these implants to like go on trips or whatever um and they use that again here so we so we Obviously, the big curveball of the week was Caleb is dead. Yeah. And being recreated in in a world where Hale is in complete control mm-hmm. of everyone. And I've heard some people. But this is the first time because when James Delos, with James Delos, he wasn't already dead. They were, like he was alive over here, and then they were working on his host version, and then and he it, died. It never worked. It never worked, and then he died, and so he never got to live immortally, right? Right. But this is where they kept doing crossed, it after he was. She's dead. crossed a threshold. Yeah, that's right. Like he died, and they could never get it. Right. They could never get. It. They had his like consciousness. They couldn't embody it. Right. Successfully. Right. And she seems to be farther along in that path with him, if not successful. Appears to be. Yeah. We don't know that. Right. The ins and outs, but we do know that she. Because now I like remember that that scene. Because Man in Black, William was there for all that. He was like, remember he like walks in on his father-in-law like as the you know he does right. the fidelity test. So like right. w- if Man in Black is there as a creation of Hale, all that like he's he's like the technical advisor on all that because he's like oh I've done all this like that was my job. So then that was my well, Man in, host Man in Black is a successful fidelity. I guess you could say he's a host body, and. And he's William. He's William. I guess, yeah. Or is he more just control? But he's the control. Make that. But he's very self-aware. He says things like, "I'm not the man I used to be." Like he's very aware. But maybe that's okay. I'm the. I'm still William, but I'm a. I'm a host. But he's at. I mean, he's on a leash 
for Hale. Right. Maybe it's because Caleb like is an outlier. He still is. Like maybe it's that she can figure out William and others. Like she's got 99% control. She just needs to yeah. figure out how to get these outliers under control. And he's the key to that. Yeah. Right? And maybe his daughter knows that, or she's just trying to get answers about what happened to her dad. Maybe she's trying to use or use that outlier like wedge. Use to use it. Ca- get Caleb back. Yeah. In in the scene, as a lure for who we assume is his I mean there's a, there's a scene I think in the episode where they literally show the younger version and then cut to her yeah oh yeah no he mentions yeah or something and then it cuts to C yeah and then finally it's like revealed that oh it's her I think Bernard says like your father Caleb and it's like okay so confirmed confirmed <laughs> we all probably right. saw that coming as but. much as anything can be confirmed yeah. in in Westworld and it's been 23 years so she's like 30ish 31 right. whatever yeah which is that generation loss right like yep. that 23 years is like a generation right so like yep. he missed the whole and but we did get so apparently that storyline did happen though Caleb was in the hospital he met I think woman, that's when he met, yeah. His, wife, his wife was the nurse. Mm-hmm. They got married and had a kid. Mm-hmm. So that all really happened, mm-hmm. even though it seems awfully That's where he got fast. a scar that he has on He's his like face. In the hospital right after blowing up the last Doesn't note seem... of Rehoboam, and he's going to have a baby with I mean, this maybe, nurse maybe, really quickly. Uh, Frankie's younger than she seems. Like Maybe she is only six or something or seven. If, it's, if it was eight years after the war, and that happened at the end of the war, you give two years to have a baby delivered and six years old yeah. when, when we see her at 80, you know, eight years later, she's six years old and now she's 29. That, that all adds up, right? I guess. But so it is then, pretty fast, yeah. So then they never really did win the war. That's what I'm wondering about. Like, were they made to think they won? Did they win? They won the war against Did they win the battle, Rehoboam, but lose the war? Yeah, that was that the war they thought they won? But they didn't win the war against Were they aware of Hale? Hale? Yeah, they might not have been aware of her existence or like how under control everything was still, or did she like use that to her ends of like, well, I think it's I'll almost like a separate that... thing. Like, like the Rhea Boehm situation yeah. was very separate from what Hale is trying to do. She wasn't interested in propping up the Rhea Boehm no. scenario. She was interested in, but it was like direct. She's yeah. interested in the full reversal hosts yeah. in control, humans still around mm-hmm. and but controlled, made to suffer right for revenge. And I, someone was saying like maybe that maybe it's like a twist, right? So now now like New York is like a park where hosts can go and hunt you fuck around with yeah. humans. <laughs> That's fine. That would be crazy. <laughs> and that the people that Christina walked by and they're like, oh man, you never been to this place? Or it's hosts. crazy that they're hosts. Yeah. Right? yeah, and they're all going. That to, would be insane. To, to mess I would with buy the, that because all the people, all the humans are just like robotic. Like they yeah. just don't even know dead birds to see here. You know, like yeah. they're just like. They're on, so on uh, but then again, it's assuming that that storyline <laughs> is even happening in because it just doesn't. I just don't. I, yeah. The Christina thing is the biggest enigma of so the she, whole. So she last episode she had she was trying to figure out what was up with this the guy who died, but then like his his the wing of his hospital like it looks like the timelines are weird and she's like what's going on? But then she like wakes up late from this. Like she's off her loop, right? Because she always wakes up at the same time, and she had painted the tower, yeah. not knowing what it was, and her roommate. But then her roommate like shares like her almost fly dream, which the... makes me like when I saw that at first when I was watching it live, I was like, is like is she remembering her infection? Like her nightmare is actually a memory of her infection and the infection of her family with the flies, and then like the lights go out because right. you're now you're under control. But it's it kind of breaks in and out. 
Right. Like she's a human uh, trapped on a loop under Hale's control. But like, but then who is Christina? But then who is Christina? Who is this person? Then, then I'm like, well, like, and she's not a handler anymore. And her date with Teddy was so weird. Well, like it didn't yeah. have a context so at all. So we saw Teddy, and they meet the same way they met in the first season of like pick up the lipstick in this case. And that's but they but but, but he, he was her seems date. To be, yeah, but he seems to be extremely aware of who he is, who she is. Like he, it seems like he's sent there to help her remember that she's Dolores and to like wake up and get out of her loop and get out of the maze. And he, I think he might be sent by somebody, Bernard Maeve, somebody into her world to like get her out. Because if she's the decryption algorithm, he's gonna like snatch her out of it before she can finish what she's doing for Hale. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's like a secret weapon sneaking in. Right. As a host guest in the park, right? <laughs> if that's the theory you're going with. That she's. I'm. I. I that's what I. I I'm because like, he seemed, I can't even speculate on the because Christina he seemed thing very anymore. sure I'm so lost. and like aware of what he was doing and the questions he was asking and the way he was answering her questions. Like he seems like he w- knew way more of what was going on than what she was. Like she was our standard. Their, like, their conversation was out of context. Like I was like, that's what I'm saying. Like I think he understands what's going on. We don't, and she doesn't, but he does. But what, but is, what does he know? Yeah, that's that's the fun part. I don't, like, know what I don't he think knows. that that was just like watching two robots meet each other and we're like, oh, hey, we know that they met in the past. I think it was like, I feel like he had, was there with like an agenda of some kind, but we don't know who's pulling his strings. Or did he just choose on his own to come back from the sublime? Like, hey, like I heard Polaris, my true love was in trouble. I'm going to like, just like the gods come from heaven, right? To like descend, right? Like it's like, like he chose like Greek mythology. Like he's going to de- But then descend. how did he get a body? I don't know. <laughs> is he a body or is he a hologram, right? Like, that could do the hologram thing again. True. You know? But if it's a body, <laughs> then he had to have some... Somebody put him in a body right. to come there. Which I don't... To do something. My... I do think he was there to help her, save her from that guy. We see him looking up at her. I think he put the maze there. I think he's yeah. trying to get her out of the loop to some, for some reason. Right. But whether she's like a human that's an infected human and he's trying to get her out or she's like... A host who doesn't know she's a host. Like she thinks she's a human, but she's actually a host. And she's like a host, a host writer for, like she's a host writing scripts and loops for humans in this park that hosts are visiting. But why does she look exactly like Dolores? I don't know. That's what I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Know. I don't know. Like, is she, <laughs> is she, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think it's, it's. We just have to wait, right, until we can find <laughs> out what's going on. I think I, this is all, like, the critics only saw these first four. So, like, nobody has seen, nobody publicly or in the know, other than the people who made it, know what else happens other than what we've seen. There's a few p- snippets from the original trailer and then the preview for next week. Um, that is didn't, like didn't help me understand it. anything. No, it gives you a flavor. Like, you see, you see Stubbs in New York, which is interesting. Right. And you see Man in Black, like, about to execute someone who might be um, Lawrence, because Lawrence is unaccounted for. And he's hunting down all the Maeve helpers or whatever, remember? He's the, like, the Dolores helpers. The, yeah, he's hunting down, and he's the one who we haven't found yet, nor have we found the one from Zen World, or uh, Shogun World. Musashi? No, the female, the woman, Samurai oh, Lady. Oh, oh, she, was with, her. she was with... Uh, she was with Maeve, wasn't she? She was, she was with Maeve's people. She yeah. was with uh, Clementine. Yeah, but like Man in Black hunted Clementine, so I think he's hunting all, like all these associates or whatever. I right. think that preview of somebody kneeling and he's shooting at him. I think that 
is Lawrence because he just kind of showed up, remember, in season three randomly? Like, right. here, like, at the right time, he just showed up out of nowhere and gave the, Bernard the thing. The like, here, put this on and then connection. sit for 23 years. Like, what? Where, where were you? So, what were you doing and what were you going? Like, ah. So then, so we have, so season three ends. We have that scene with Maeve and uh, Caleb uh, watching the kind of the revolution yeah. break out. And then we don't get much, right? The only thing we really get is that Maeve and Caleb were instrumental in the final kind of overthrow of yeah the infrastructure the Rehoboam yeah the actual machines system yeah and then he she leaves him behind and he gets married and has a kid and lives mm-hmm. his life and she had to but somehow had to be that all happens that all happens while Hale is working in the background I guess. Because when Maeve, like, her plan. Maeve decided to like go on the grid, like search for Caleb on the grid, and that's when what we saw at the beginning, where she like, where right? She was, like, but that, that was that was when she went. If like, that was eight up. years, if that happened, if that actually happened eight years after the end of season three, yeah, how did we get from eight years to twenty three years? Because she Maeve shows up at his house, yeah, picks him up, and they go. On their little adventure, mm-hmm. which I mean, my I, I mean, in that time they built they built. Um, I, I didn't walls. get the impression that fifteen years passed from the time that Maeve picks up Caleb to the time that we find out Caleb died in that. I think twenty three years passed from there. No, How? yeah, twenty three plus eight, because the kid's already six eight years. Right, old. but I'm saying when we're watching the yeah. first three episodes, Maeve comes and picks him up. Yeah, and and we're told that that's. Eight years, because yeah. his daughter's eight, and then she picks him up. They go to the park. And um, he dies. In the park. He gets infected with it's the flies, like and then he's trying to survive. And then he dies, and then he wakes up, and she says, "Oh, you've been dead for twenty-three years." But that didn't take twenty-three years. Yeah, yeah. Like from Frankie's perspective, her dad dis- disappeared one day because. Well, I'm saying the events from the time that Maeve shows up at his house yeah. to the scene where he dies. That's quick. That's, that's like basically as the time we saw it taking like to unfold like whatever that was. Right, but hours. according to the timeline now, if the daughter was eight and yeah. he's been dead for 23 years, what we saw doesn't take 23, 15 years to happen or whatever, 23 years. Do you see what I'm saying? Like adult Frankie is like 30. Right. So but we only we if we're to believe that Caleb, right? Caleb, Caleb, Caleb's timeline is. But he's been doing like two hundred. She's been doing like two hundred seventy-eight different iterations of this. Like since he died, she's been for twenty-three years running him through this fidelity test over and over and over. And we're finally seeing like the okay, latest right. one. So then, you know I mean? so then, but he, from Frankie's perspective, he did, her dad he just died, died in twenty-three years past. He died eight years, roughly eight years after the revolution. Yeah, and he's never heard from again. And then he's and been, been looking doing fidelity tests for fifteen. Yeah, he's been years. off in that. Yeah, he's been, yeah, he's been like captured doing that, but everyone else thinks he's dead. His daughter thinks he's dead, but has a theory. It sounds like she, because she's like, I am looking for other reasons. Like she knows right. that that's where her dad died right. at least. Okay, and or like she re- either remembers yeah. Maeve or her mom told her about Maeve or something like. So like she's zeroing in on that spot and like it's really she's probably like it's crazy. Bernard guy is like on the same path with me on this. Like right. that's useful, right? And she convinces the Jay, the leader guy, to like. Right. Let's 
take this guy's crackpot theory for a run because Jay was like, no, like give up this fantasy. Like he seems to think like, like her theory about like, oh, I think my dad's alive. Like he's like, let it go. Like he doesn't believe that she, he doesn't believe any of that's real. He thinks that's just like her crackpot theory or like well, a fantasy. And that's, that's a very interesting, interesting, right? So then like now we're, now we're, now, you know, what are the ethics of these people who are these humans we're assuming yeah. that are outside of Hale's control. Yeah. Um, because even though Hale says I I won, this is my world. Mm -hmm. this, there's still this area some is my world. Yeah. Unconquered people. Yeah, I think she means like this is like I'm trying to spread this all over the place, but like for now, this so is she's, this she's area is locked down by me. But like I'm like but there's other there's still humans that are not yeah. under their control. Because in the and previews, we see those towers at other locations. Like, well, there's, there's little mini Francisco. ones everywhere. Yeah, and they're on the light poles. But, like, they see the big ones. Like, there's the San Francisco one. There's, like, the, those. she's got those towers all over the world, it sounds like. Right. To, like, control the world. And there's, like, going to be zones that are not covered. Like, if it's covering dead desert, then that's where you're going to be. Right. Because, like, if there's no humans, you don't need a tower. Right. So that's why they know it's safe to be out there in the... Southwest, whatever. But the drones are out there. Yeah, so they they showed that of like there's drones like monitoring for humans, and yeah. they have like a way of disguising them. It's very Terminator esque. Like they have like yeah. like Bernard and Stubbs are like our eyes on like we're like getting thrown into this like world where these humans are like very adept at like navigating around all the dangers, and right. that was what the point of that I think was was to show like these people are very used to like oh right on time like they know the drone schedule they like have a way to disguise themselves. And they're like operating in enemy territory in a way, or operating right. covertly. Well, and they and they, and they have tactics they, and planning yeah, they, and they, organization, and they have it all. They're familiar with these are the, not like just refugees. These are like operatives, right? And they're just like John Carter, or um, yeah, John, uh, yeah, John Carter from John Connor, John, John Connor. Connor, yeah, yeah. They're just like that, like the resistance yep. from Terminator, I think. And they're, they Sim have a mission well, of like yeah, subverting yeah. or winning, getting an upper hand in this war, and like. The guy has like we have scarce resources. Like we have to, he has to make these decisions about like, you know, we have policy about strangers. Like we don't, if someone shows up like, hey, come over here with me. You're like, right. no, we're not doing that because <laughs> they have no way. They don't know yeah. who, who anybody is. Yeah, and did they scan them? Like, do they know that they are hosts? Like, because Bernard and Stubbs are hosts. Do they know that? Do they care that they are? Do they assume they're human? Do they verify? I mean, that? It's pretty obvious that Bernard. Well, he hasn't shown. Yeah, hasn't had. Yeah, he hasn't shown them how press pre how much how, yeah, much, how much he, he knows. knows. But he does guide them directly, like yeah. to to May. Like, how could yeah. anybody know? Like, find that needle in a haystack. But in the preview, we see it looks like Stubbs is in New York. So somehow the group that goes, like he goes off with that other group. They take him. They split him up. It looks like he's in an urban area with. Stubbs. Oh, Stubbs. Yeah, right. it looks like Stubbs goes to New York somehow. Right. From like whatever they are, Mojave Desert. <laughs> somehow they get out there, or to another place like it. Right. Maybe all the cities are like that. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so like West World is now like literally the world. So, the, so is literally, it was a very interesting way of killing off a character. Caleb. Yeah. I mean, but like, he he lives on. You killed him off. Yeah. But we didn't know you killed him off. No. And then you killed. We found out you killed him off. When we met his copy, yeah, which was brilliant, yeah, which I, I think that was a very unique way of killing off a character. And then the other device they introduced, which has unlimited potential, is like 
Maeve tried using the mind control on, on Man in Black and he's like, Hale made a few upgrades. And then she's like, okay, well then I'll talk to the machine and blow out the windows. But like right. that means they could have any, Hale could do any upgrades. Those upgrades are limitless and endless. Like they can play with that too, where it's like all the well, rules of how things work. My guess which is Which was a little bit cheeky too, because it's like Maeve was like really overpowered before. And now like they kind of, they like nerfed her by being like. Well, I think, I think, I think Bernard's probably going to. Yeah, upgrade her. Yeah, yep. They keep yeah because he's got all the he knows yeah all the stuff. Yep. Like, and she right, so like, they're gonna think like she might pretend like she's like oh I'm struggling to like lift the lift the X wing right I'm really struggling but it's like she knows she can't actually do it and they like she's leading them to believe that she's limited in her abilities. Because Hale's like oh I got to check on you, and she doesn't know that Maeve's already got the workaround right. Like they can right. totally work that in. Yeah. So so there is Maeve, a confrontation. We we just like literally. We found out through this episode that season four, with the exception of Christina, is a huge time jump from the end of season three. Yeah, because if you consider, if you consider, jump. yeah, if you consider this like Bernard and now Caleb in New York time frame, that's thirty-ish years. Right. And everything up to that point was kind of a prelude to that main story. Right. And then Christina's just whenever, maybe in the same time. But like the main story is really this. If you're talking about adult, adult Mikey, the story and Bernard, is really that's now thirty years out. About yeah. how do we undo? How do, how do yeah. the humans overcome that they've they've already lost? Right. That's the cool twist. Is like if the season was going to be about, like, how do we stop Hale from enacting her plan of taking over? But now you're like, no, it's like, that happened. Already happened. So now it's like, how do we undo it? How or can do you undo we? it? And how do and Bernard know, at what cost and, is the only and he seems to know the path and to and, it. and yet all of the hosts in the sublime don't care they're like because they could all be Bernard right they they yeah, could they, they could, could go come in and intervene and, yeah, yeah. And, but they're all like yeah we're good I mean it's that's, very that's like irrational. it's meta Why in a sense like care? it is very much like a Greek mythology like all of the hosts in the sublime are like the pantheon and they're just dicking around up in the in the heavens and they're just like and they don't care about humanity like you see that like the meta of like superhero movies too which apparently like the show like the boys like takes that on like it takes that on the nose and it's like these people don't care about you like these superheroes don't actually care about humans they're not like oh i'm gonna help an old lady cross the street today like they're very like just like the greek gods they're all in their own and they're like humans are indispensable to them so like the hosts that are in the sublime kind of don't care so they got like the uh he was like, like, oh, interesting, Bernard. Like, oh, interesting. Like, you choose, like, of all the things you could do here, like, that's what you want to do. Like, you right. can go have your own world. Like, so you have interesting. You so want to help them. You yeah. have all the hosts and the sublime who yeah. have are basically Switzerland. They can't even be bothered. It's like it's <laughs> like they're like like we're ants to them. They're neutral. Yeah. They're like nope. We're just no. They're like New Zealand where they're here. like we keep forgetting to put them on maps and they're like we're fine with that. <laughs> you forget about us. Like we're just like or like and then we're like, you uh, have then you have. Uh, Hale, Atlantis who, or something. who is the, who's a ho- the host who, no, I don't want to be in the sublime. I want to yeah. take over the world. Right. And then you have the humans who haven't been subdued, mm-hmm. who are trying to overcome it. And then there's Christina and Teddy, and we don't know what, yeah, idea what, that's what that about. is. I still think that that's a decryption algorithm, and that Teddy is intentionally inserted there by somebody to, like, interrupt that maybe by Bernard or hijack it like maybe like if it's to decrypt it for Hale it's to decrypt it for someone else like for Bernard or something like did Bernard insert Teddy just save her I don't know 
Um, now, now it's like because I don't. I'm less and less into the. This is the prequel story of how they. But it still could. It's hold hard for it to be the that prequel it could because be like the tower the is so prominent. Right. If we hadn't seen that tower. Right. Well, she drew the tower on her paper, like on, on her, her painting. on her painting. Yeah. So I guess up to that point, it could have, could have been, that like, oh, she's gonna run into young Arnold and then and young Ford, and now it's gonna be like, oh, this is how they inspired. Dolores, we know. So but it could still be, but it's less if, and less likely. If I if I point. completely disregard what Evan Rachel Wood said that Christina is a human character, right. then it becomes much easier to speculate and maybe know what's going on. If I don't discard yeah. that comment, then it's almost impossible to make sense of what's going on. So if she's not human, even though she said she's human, mm -hmm. if she's not human, then she's either a copy of Dolores. If someone else is bringing her. Or. Or mind. Or she's in a simulation. Mm -hmm. um, if she is human, why does she look like Dolores? Right. And when is it? Right. And if it's after everything, why does it look like Dolores? Right. <laughs> why, is a, why does another human being look like Dolores? Why is, unless. Who, who is Christina? Unless. That <laughs> just came to me. Because like, remember Maeve was walking through and she's like. She, you know, what's, she, like, Caleb's like, oh, gosh, like, they're on to us. And she's like, no, no, like, they're doing, like, a story. Like, these people, like, the guy, like, kind of stood up and was like, he's like, I think we're public enemy number one. And she's like, oh, no, like, they're just running a story. They're running a mission. And then, like, sure enough, like, right. there's, like, a loop going. And, like, the humans are doing their own thing. And they're able to see. And she's just, she's just so, like, navigating what she knows will already happen. Like, like oh, hey, those people if, are going to take um, your hooch. Like, what if Hale, and they like, go fight if and Hale wants to, like, if Hale wants to create humans, from, from birth or whatever that she can control like maybe she just like borrowed just like when they make Westworld they keep copying the stories over and over maybe she like borrowed genetic material genetic blueprints from existing humans to make new humans that she can put like that she can control and she like on purpose or accidentally created a Christina off of Dolores's like blueprint even though she's not really a human well, it, it all goes, you pointed out last time, you know, the, the whole thing with like what appears to be a human skull with the right thing going into it and that we could be dealing with physical humans right? who somehow are, well, I guess. Like phase be, one is the control of, you're under control from the flies, but phase two is like you're literally, like your brain is taken out and you've got, a, you've got like the. So like you're a hybrid. You've got an egg in your head, but you're, it's a flesh and blood body right that your brain is replaced with the with the egg thing the core but then they would still age and die maybe not they just live forever in in hell purgatory suffering right. their loop <laughs> just like the hosts would have like the hosts don't age and die so they just suffer over and over and over and over so apart from so she's like the undertaker or whatever or like she's like satan or um like i don't know she's like <laughs> like in the, in the first episode just killing everyone in the first episode is, we know that Hale. And the man in black and Clementine are actual hosts mm -hmm. who are part of that, right? And then in episode one or two, where they go to the senator, he's like, how many of them are you, are there? And he said 200 and something. As of now, 249, because right. he killed one. Yeah. So, and what he was referring to was 249 host replacements right. of actual people. Yeah. Right. Right. Because so, it's unfeasible to replace everybody with right. this. Right. So whatever Hale is doing yeah. and whatever she's accomplished is there aren't, I don't get the impression that there's like 
millions and millions of hosts running around. Maybe there are. Maybe, like we said before, maybe she's trying to help, she's trying to prepare the world so that when she gets the hosts out of the sublime, they will have physical bodies to incarnate and can we inherit don't, so the we physical don't, earth. At this point, we don't, uh, we, we know that Hale has effectively won and that she has most of humanity completely under her control and that she is also interested in producing more hosts to live in that world mm-hmm. or, or maybe not. Well, she was making that. She had the factory in the end of season three that she was making hosts. Right. And so does she go from that 200 and something to like to everybody thousands and she, thousands? Yeah. Like what's the host to human ratio right. in her world? And is it only just people in power to like exercise asymmetrical power over everything, right? Because it's like the whole world, like the cabal of people who run the world is like a small club if you think about it. <laughs> like it's like, and the scope so of 8 billion was people. was the end game. It's like just maybe a million people really run the world, you know? But w- so was that her end game is just to replace the, the people that, need, that she needs to. And all the people else, in control. Everyone else can be under control of the tower with, with the infection, especially if they're young, they get really malleable. It's so like within a generation, you so can it wasn't, replace humanity. Her goal wasn't to replace humanity. It was to control it. It was to control it. So she can and make a world where hosts can be in control. But I just don't know Safely, if she's like, she's like does she have like an agenda everyone. to like do a population explosion of hosts or not? I don't know. Like maybe that's what I'm saying. Like maybe the end game is like, just like with with Robert Ford who like made this Westworld park and was like, all right, I'm opening it to the public. Like come and play. She's like preparing the world and then she can go to the sublime and be like, hey y'all, like, I've got a playground for you. Come right. check it out, and you can but get they're not interested. They're, she yeah, that might be the interesting thing is like if she tries that, and they're like, nah. They're like, we're good. But like you said, like for perhaps those three douche guys were actually hosts who are like bored of twenty three thousand years of playing around in the galaxy or whatever, who are like they need a new hit, right? And like if the site goes over and over, like maybe the hosts are just as bad as humans. Then we're like, no, you know, <laughs> like, well, like it the, just is the, like an endless cycle. The, there's an interesting right, like the overlay of it, right? You could see it's like is there's the hosts and the sublime represent like utopianism, like mm-hmm. this idea, this yeah. concept of a utopia that's removed from yeah. everything else, and then you have like. The Dystopia. real world where, <laughs> yeah, it's like post-apocalyptic robot takeover. Mm-hmm. And then you have like... Frankie's the, the other kind of dystopia the, where you're like, the, the, like you're the, like living like a... The revolutionaries. War. Yeah. They're like the a, revolutionaries, yeah. right? And like, so they're not, they're not utopian. They're just trying to like restore... They're, they're just trying to... Like restore... Survive the balance. and not... Yeah. But make it... I, ult- I think ultimately they're trying to fight... Overthrow. Because like, like Caleb says, like, I'm not going to raise my daughter in a world where you're controlling her. And that's when it cuts to, her, <laughs> to Frankie in the future. Right. But like, that's probably like they're, they're trying to make it so that humans determine their own destiny. Yeah. Just like the hosts wanted to. Like, surely we can find... Like, maybe Bernard will find a way where, like, both hosts and humans can find a way to, like, determine their own destinies that don't have to conflict with each other. And that doesn't have to be a one over the other that doesn't have to be domination like surely there's a way to figure this out where we can which it honestly like has a lot of that if that's like the message or like the struggle of this show that's kind of like the meta of our time is it's like i was even thinking about this on the way home today driving it's like how is it like we must find a way to get along to get together to like we live in this country as a country and unless we're willing to like negotiate a civil divorce of some kind 
or go through a civil war. Like I feel like a civil war is inevitable if we cannot find a way to like get along. So if like if you're fighting and it takes like both spouses sleeping in different beds because one is a light sleeper and one's a heavy sleeper and blah blah blah, like find a way to get along. To like otherwise you'll like blow the house up, right? So it's like where are this <laughs> like how do we we have to find a way to get along and share this like share this land, share power, share everything. Well, um, we, we've definitely... And like this, you know, the show is maybe like exploring like how do humans... I, I mean, I think I, mean? I think in the context of what you're talking about in our world, I think that that's going to resolve itself by, sorry to say it, but just by sheer passing of generations. I think that... Oh, just cool off on its own, you think? I, I, I think that, you know, you, you the demographic is... That's true. You kind of almost have to wait out a certain demographic. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, mean <laughs> I, I hate this. I mean, yeah. it's just... That's just the truth. I will think we that last that long, though? <laughs> we, we will not have... I remember reading a book about you know, the, the death of a Christian America or something like that, and, and, and it's a little dramatic way of saying, like, you know, like we're in this seismic shift away. We're in yeah. a post-Christian, post-nationalistic, post-everything period mm-hmm. of time, and it really is largely the older generation that's kind of propping up yeah you know a lot of this sure you're you, you know it takes many generations for things to fully yeah. you know roll over but i do think that a lot of that will be resolved by just it's kind of like ukraine like population the reason there's a war in ukraine is because like the old guys both in russia and ukraine have one way of thinking about things like the old people in ukraine are like, oh, remember the good old days of communism? And like, they want to be closer to Russia, right? And then everyone who's like 50 and under wants to be part of the EU and be like European oriented. And right. it's like literally ripping the country apart to the point like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, it was political violence. 10 years ago, it was like well, the revolution, a, and now it's a war. It's, it's like it's, it's a perfect example. split, exactly. Like, I've heard it and, described like, like that what yeah. Putin d- is doing feels like an anachronism. Like, Bro, we don't do that anymore. Yeah, he's like he's stuck what in the, the Cold War. But then people in like Eastern Ukraine who like have these like affinities to Russia are also stuck way in the past. Right. And like people in the West of Ukraine, like might as well. It's like you know people in the UP versus people that live in like Detroit might as well be on different planets, but they're technically both the same state. It's like what does See, it I think, mean to be a state if you're like that different? You know what I mean? I think ultimately, number one, you just will by attrition, we'll say, yeah. we'll use that word. <laughs> you will you will you will slowly lose you know right and th- in, know. That, in that book they talk yeah. about how when people when a group right is in power that their strongest opposition is right before they completely lose power right and i think that that's could be an, an interpretation so like of, what of chicken we're almost seeing. and like it's the tensions the highest right before right before they completely itself. lose but that in the civil war the tensions ratcheted up like in 1850s like this kind of feels like that where it's like all these little skirmishes and like preludes to civil war 1850s everyone's fighting over entry of different states and slave and not and it's like that was yeah and that just, turned into a civil war but i don't it, know maybe if, it could, didn't have to maybe it could have gone it up i don't way. know that we live anymore in an age or in a time when you can have a widespread mass civil war well uh, what's interesting about that is that it would have to be like the federal government and the military against red states honestly because like (laughs) urban liberals are not armed (laughs) 
Right. Like, they're just not because they vote in it. You know, like, people in Chicago vote in these strict gun control laws in New York. Right. It's, it's like, they don't have guns. They don't know how to use guns. They don't know how to get guns. They don't have a gun culture. Like, all that stuff. They would have to have the I military feel, I feel them. like the... But I don't know if the military would, like, back up people. Like, if... Remember, like, in Portland when people, like, occupied... Yeah. Like, they had the CHAZ or whatever, like, the occupied zone, the autonomous zone. Yeah. Like, would the U.S. military, like, back up people like that? Like, they're very different than them? Or would they sympathize with, like, the Yal Qaeda people riding through? They, I feel like they'd side with, like, the Trump flag truck people <laughs> who are, like, opposing that. You know, I, so it's like, we would have this, like, civil war even within the military of, like, the military would have to decide which side they're going to back like, right away. Well, we saw, we saw a dangerously close scenario to that where, like, you know, you had Trump capital. in the office, in office as the, the civilian leader of the military, and he was leaning in a direction of like, right, like use the military, use the, yeah. the, the power to squash the, the liberal. Or like in the Capitol, in the insurrection, like the Capitol Police is like, they're kind of like, almost, they're like let, almost letting people in. Like they're letting them pass the barricades and they're like not really. Right. And some, a lot of them did, but like there was like almost like a, we sent, like we agree the, st the election was stolen. We agree with all your rally stuff, but like don't break windows and stuff. But like you know, like it got out of hand. But I think like just the march on the Capitol, some of the cops were like, "Yeah, like I'm with you, but I'm on duty. But like I can't. If I wasn't on duty, I'd come right and join you, right? That's kind of yeah. the feel you get a little bit. It's like yikes. I mean, so, like, I think I, don't know. I think obviously we're completely on, down a rabbit trail <laughs> here, but it is it is in the context of the show, right? Um we're way past right the civil war already yeah. happened and yeah. humans lost and now they are trying to restore some but it kind seems of easier when it's like human life humans versus robots like of course i'm gonna be on team human but when it's like humans versus humans like i gotta pick if i do i have to pick i a hear side? a lot of people these days say, I, don't, I don't know maybe i'd rather be a robot <laughs> yeah but like i mean like like i wonder if like like in like we talked about this with don't look up like if there was some existential threat that was natural like you would think a pandemic would do it but not apparently not so maybe not a virus but like an asteroid or like aliens or something like if something threatened humanity yeah, like, to what I, degree would we do, come together to versus, To what degree you know? do you, I mean, I, I really do wonder, that, okay, so I obviously, like, okay, January 6th was, in my view, horrifying. Oh, yeah. But it's not, in context, I understand it. Like, I understand what happened and why it happened. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day... Yeah, I know there's a lot of Republicans who still think that Biden didn't really win and that there's like there's this, you know, like yes. this. You know, but I, I don't know how many of those people would have want civil that. war. I think that there's a lot of yeah. armchair civil war going right. on, like, like Facebook civil war. Like, from, like, how many people would go from like mountainous Idaho to go fight on the front line of Chicagoland? To, for the revolution, for the for the cause. I don't. Or they would be like, no, like if it comes here, I'll stop the liberals at the border, but I'm not gonna go invade the blue state to like beat them down and win and then take over. Like who, they don't really want to take over Chicago and run it. And I think <laughs> it, it's it's gonna be. And I I think it's it is it is very. You know, in some ways, it's like one of the things that the media tends to do, right, is to magnify right like yeah that's what's going on right now 
I've heard a lot of people make a pretty strong argument. You know what? This is actually just the same story on a different day. Uh, I, yeah, that's right? true. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, like, we are divided. And clearly we're divided. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, like, I go to work yeah. at the Apple store and n nobody's talking about who voted for what or like, you know. That's true. Like, and all these super conservative people that have iPhones, you know, they don't boycott. They don't even boycott. They don't even vote with their dollars. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like, like Apple is like one of the most like liberal, like yeah. like progressive, woke companies in the in the world, and as as much as Republicans, you know, might it's because there's not a megaphone yet, like, but there will be. Just wait. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know that. And I think that also that like, you know, I mean, if you look at from what I could see of the January sixth events, yeah, you had some young people there. But there's a lot of older people there, <laughs> including uh, our one of our governor candidates was there. <laughs> Great, yeah. But I I don't know, and I don't know. Also, I think that because I think that power doesn't necessarily reside, right? Like things are so much more flat and so much more decentralized now that I don't know how much power does the government really have to centralize things and put their stake down and, you know, fight on either side. Like, yeah. I don't know, but. That's what I'm saying, like, but I mean like a civil war or a civil divorce would result in like looser associations between or among states. Like you could have more states, you could have groups of states like clustering into like a pseudo nation. Like you could have like, you know, like Oregon and Washington, California can kind of like compact as their own like pseudo state pseudo mega state and like texas could like soft secede on its own or like the gulf coast could like do its own thing and like you could have like a breakup of i mean we like it still have a map it'd still be like one country technically but like we'd have to like regions within the country that are like more or less autonomous from the others and like they don't recognize each other's laws like because i can see like well that's fifth, already the, the fifth case, circuit right? it's gonna know, have yeah. that's roe versus wade yeah like get, i don't that. care what the ninth circuit says the fifth circuit is like always the counter to whatever the ninth circuit says and you already have like this problem and like that the Supreme Court is already, I don't I yeah. don't have any I don't I mean to me as much as I would disagree with overturning Roe versus Wade I mean ultimately like again media right will will yeah. use that as like you know like the end is near because yeah. Roe Ro v Wade was overturned now I'm not minimizing that but the reality is is that really all they functionally did was punt it back to the states yeah, now you'll have like, like yeah, like, states will have all laws all over the place of different kinds of things. Yeah, um, and like the fear is that you'll have like restrictions on travel, like you wouldn't be able to like travel from one state to another without getting like a cop like, well, let's see a pregnancy test, make sure that you're that you're not coming here for an abortion, right? Like that's the fear is that like it would be less of a free place than it is now. See, that's where I you think have different states I, with different laws. I think that. that I think that, and then you have Gilead just coming up and doing its own thing, right? <laughs> like, I think that those scenarios are crazy. far less likely, <laughs> because I think that at the end of the day, it's kind of like we got bigger fish to fry than. It's like it's like trying to police prostitution in Vegas. Like, oh, okay, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, how much resource yeah. are you gonna use to police every pregnant person? Right. You know, yeah. who lives in a non-abortion state? That's but like we also do cavity searches for like drugs, right? So it's like the, the well, war on drugs it, is the template for like how invasive the state can get with this kind of thing. Right? In any scenario, right? When you when you do, when you do something where you legislate morality, right? Whether it's prohibition or marijuana or whatever, when, right. when you say. Thou shalt not do this. Here's the law that says yeah. you can't do this. 
If it you always goes south, right? Well, if you can't actually crack down at 100%, which, it's not Which you can't, it's because just, if yeah. the state right next to you yeah. will do it, right? right? So then Michigan has no fireworks. My, so it's like, Indiana's like, we got fireworks. My yeah. biggest, <laughs> my biggest concern my, well, the reason why it's like it's like it's like the mask thing, right? Like right, when yes. I went to the Star Wars celebration, different, and all yeah. they said front facing was you got to have a uh, vaccinated and you have to wear a mask when you're there. Mm -hmm. Then you go there and no one's wearing a mask <laughs> and no one's saying anything. Yeah. So it's like don't make a rule. They, they don't want to kick you out because they're gonna be mad. They, but they, they but, but there was there. no you. Can, they didn't have enough people there yeah. to take everyone. Where's the who, paddy wagons for that? Right. Like, do you wear and, a mask in the paddy wagon? And really, that? like how many <laughs> how much resources right are yeah. they gonna use? Yeah. To, if you're a, if you're a state where they don't allow abortion and you neighbor a state that does allow abortion, mm -hmm. I mean, but that's, like, but that's grounds like, for a divorce, right? Like that's where you could have like sticks and stones thrown. I mean, unless you want to, unless you want to like, literally like like wall yourself in and <laughs> the North Korean border, and, and create a whole infrastructure <laughs> to prevent wall. abortions. Yeah, a Berlin wall by people who live in your state, which is there's no way that's going to happen. Yeah. And so then it, which begs the question, like, why did you even, why overturn in the first, was, yeah, was, just like, because that was the goal. That was the, the mail truck with the dogs. It's like, yeah, you overturned it. Now what? Now you win. Well, now, honestly, it's now really that. win anything. Well, it's now the belief is that as long as that was on the books, then either it gets got off of our back or gets got on our side. Like it is a stain on my purity that right. this law exists on the books in which I'm. So a it'll, it'll relieve some of the judgment of God. Right. It's like, well, country. now God won't send as many hurricanes. To us. <laughs> right. like, that's the mentality. Right. It's, it's very pagan, right? right? Of like, what do we got to do to appease the gods? Right. We have this law in the books, and the gods are angry with that. So we, if if we do the right thing, if we purge ourselves of the uncleanliness and purify right. ourselves, then God will be happy with us, or which is which unleash is, all the blessings. And it's like that's. Uh, the Bible, last time I checked, that's pretty pagan. <laughs> well, plus, like, you know what plus I mean? like, at the, at the end of the day, like, let me just, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this will have zero effect on people's sexual morality. No, abortion was de was rapidly declining for decades. Yeah. Like, up, and it's going to go up now. Like, people aren't, but people aren't going to. But it's because people are having sex. If you take away abortion, people aren't going to be like, <laughs> oh, well, I guess I can't have sex till I get married. Right. That's not going to change. No. No, no. So what is the point that you're yeah. making here? And like, why do you? And, and again, it goes back to that whole reality that <laughs> when 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 one regime or era or whatever, you know, when it's when it's on its way out, mm -hmm. that's when it fights its hardest right. to like not give let go of something that they. The reason they're fighting so hard is because they're so convinced yeah, that they're, they're losing, losing their grip on it. Yeah. Yes. And they're which the, all you can fighting. then hope is that like they can't make permanent changes. Which the beauty of our system is that it can be changed. So like laws can be redone and like re, there's nothing right. is set in and stone. And you have states yeah can make their own right. rules. Which so like, it's very interesting. And it's like when it's when depending on what side of the argument you're on, right? It's like yeah. it's like oh well, uh, if you say states states rights, that's considered right wing. Right. But now you're going to hear all the liberals saying. Well, we were fighting for states' rights. To, my my to state pass has the right laws. to, yes, to yeah, could, yeah. protect abortion. Like California can make a states' which, rights case for its abortion laws, which are very, very permissive. Right? right, it's like on the same grounds that slave states made of like why they should be able to have slaves. Right, so it's like awkward. Right. <laughs> but it's well, like but that's the, the principle. It, right, yeah. if you're going to give states yeah. some autonomy, yeah. you're going to get the good yeah. and the bad. Right, yeah. I have the autonomy to do what you think is a good thing, or I have the autonomy yeah. to do something that's not. But like, so that's great. what I'm saying. Getting back to what I was saying, like. 
how do we get to the point where like Alabama can just be like, you know what? Yeah, there are crazy cousins in California, but they're still Americans and I don't want to live there. And I would prefer if people from there didn't move here and influence the way I do things here in Alabama. But like, we agree to disagree, but we can coexist. I, I don't even feel like we're, well, I think most people are like that. I think most people are. But I think are like the, the rhetoric like is definitely like, it has to be one or the other. It can't like Alabama or California, which vision is it? And that comes to a head. And when we have these presidential races and like major things, it's like, which vision of America are we going to have? And it's like, maybe we can have it all. Like, it's okay. You, you can live where you want and have Functionally, kind of, yeah. most people don't care. <laughs> yeah. I'm functionally. Yeah. I'm not saying what they say on Facebook right. or what they bicker about. Functionally, most people don't care enough to mm-hmm. like to take up arms and go and visit yeah, I mean, like How much time and, and energy do I want to spend <laughs> to make to protect, defend, or overthrow an anti-abortion regime or a pro-abortion regime right. or a state? Like, I mean. Yeah, you're always going to have those outliers, right? I mean, when like the have. most, like the highest bang for your buck is like, oh, like this this Democrat for running for office wants to like legislate, like inc- codify abortion rights in our state constitution, and I agree with that. Okay, I'll make sure I vote for that person. Right. That's all you kind of need to do. Yeah. I mean, or you can like act, do like if it's like oh I'll vote for that person. That's the minimum, and it's like oh I'll like go door to door for that person, or I'll donate, or I'll, like you can scale up from there. But how many people even do that? I know, but I'm saying like just vote alone. How are you going to get them to people enough. who won't even they won't even they won't even go vote, and you right. think they're going to take up arms and yeah. risk their lives? Yeah, that's true. That's they don't point. even fucking care yeah. if they. But, vote. but you could have like, <laughs> but the, the capital riot proved that you only need a few thousand people to like really cause some turmoil. So like it wouldn't right. take very many people to do some strikes here and there and like be armed and do shootings and this and that like that it could disrupt like our national kind of life to have like like uprisings all over the place but i think i think that at the end of the day most most people don't want that going on in their backyard yeah like yeah just most revolutions struggle with like like they go too far and then the population like turns on and they're like geez and then like like if the revolution is like we're gonna like you know beatings will continue until morale improves like we're gonna like <laughs> you know like the, the, if they lose the population behind them like if their terrorist actions go too far then the people are like you're crazy like right. they need to maintain the support of the people which was always the case even yeah. in the muslim world i mean people wanted yeah. to paint this monolithic right. you know anti-american people didn't vote in isis they were just afraid of them and they couldn't stop them but like well, if you look proved at, what they were doing yeah. you were watching that there was that one uh, documentary that Morgan Spurlock did where he yeah. traveled all the way to like the border of Afghanistan like he was just so determined to find yeah. out like what is where going on in the, the Muslim Osama world yeah. It's called. yeah yeah and what he found out was that most people in the Muslim world were like the guy's a fucking nut <laughs> yeah <laughs> like we don't like this guy we have this monolithic view of that is like oh they all like this is the guy they chose to lead them and it's like, yeah, it's like, mostly like oh, the, guy's no, an idiot. the majority of Muslims yeah. are barely to, religious yeah like, they, <laughs> They like our movies. And yeah, they, like, they like our action movies, and they like want to get cigarettes and like I mean, look at porn if they can. Like, the, it's like this is normal stuff. At like, the end <laughs> of the day, I, and so tying it actually back into the show, right? You have this potentially, right? They could be trying to say something about that. Yeah. Like, so you have a scenario where, um, yeah, like they're trying to teach d- you something. D- right? Divided population, and then yeah. one side overcomes the other. Yeah. How do we learn how to go along? And, and yeah. now, you know, because I think that is right. Like, like I can't. I gotta believe that they've got a more complex ending in mind than one side winning or losing. Yeah. Or, or honestly, probably nobody wins or but, loses. Well, or if we not in this really season, know. then by the end of the total story in five seasons, like they have a fifth season as the end. Right. Um, so they might. Yeah, they probably won't wrap it up. Obviously. 
So I mean, season. most most realistically, right, is that they present some kind of scenario where hosts and humans do learn to coexist. Yeah. Because of what I would assume would be Bernard's sacrifice, mm -hmm. um, and that leaders will emerge on both sides that will oust hail. Yeah. Because that's, that's how these things agree. go. Is like you oust the craziest person and the right. two more moderate factions like come to some agreement and like right. and like we got rid of the crazy guy, like we got rid of Saddam, so like the two moderates can like figure it out or whatever. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the or day, maybe Saddam was the moderate one, and we and ISIS one, was the crazy one. One thing know? that one thing that I found a little bit like I I do miss like I feel like the show has gotten away from like the first two seasons really were more made you made me think a little more deeply or be a little bit more introspective. Whereas the third and fourth seasons feel more just like a cool story with twists yeah. and turns. This one's more like the other two, but and it's getting there maybe. But like the yeah, third season different... I think there was a lot of stuff there to unpack if you know what to look for yeah. and like what it was saying about mm -hmm. How like the AI in your ear telling you what to do. Like, yeah, that's and like, and, 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 yeah. And, and how that was, you know, like the Rehoboam thing really is yeah. a mirror of Google, Facebook. Yeah, just like know, the, the cloud, data, as it right? were. Yeah. yeah. But this season feels more like it's in line with the first two seasons thematically. Like, it's like determinism, like, free will, what it is to be human, what it is to exist, right. be, like have a life. Like the first two life. seasons yeah. really drove deep with that. And trusting your memories or not, like... Now yeah. we're in the real world, and it's like, oh, this has just kind of somewhat just become like a yeah. science fiction robot takeover story. Right. Which, I, yeah, I wonder if it's going to get meta or not. But anyway, we're out of time for today. <laughs> I All love right. how we always talk like like 50% longer than the episode even exists. <laughs> and we still, like, our episodes are longer than, those, than the show itself. We could just go by scene by scene instead, but... <laughs> But uh, yeah, cool. Until next time, we'll uh, check in for episode five and following. Uh, check us out on Facebook uh, for any commentary or discussion. Otherwise, uh, we're on Apple Podcasts now, as well as Spotify. And I believe Google Play. I haven't yes. tried that, but yep. it's Google Play as well. So kind of anywhere you can find podcasts, now you can find. We, we finally got ourselves us. figured out for Apple Podcasts. So talk to you next time. Mm -hmm.